Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where this week's headlines are an increased U.S. maize acres forecast, China's buying new crop maize and Russian politics cast a cloud over their export prospects. A week has passed since the USDA report, which forecast record global production of wheat and maize and has resulted in prices falling sharply. There is some way to go before this can be assured, but the market appears to be happy to collude in that assumption for the time being. Adding to the negativity was one analyst's forecast of an additional 5 million acres of U.S. maize, that's 20 million metric tonnes, and whilst there may be an increase, we will not find out by how much until the next USDA planting survey update at the end of June. As an aside, it should be mentioned that the same analyst was too high last season. Where the USDA do not appear to have been as forensic is on the demand side, maybe preferring to wait for positive signs of more countries exiting lockdown before factoring in additional demand. This week we have seen major maize importers South Korea, Japan, Mexico and last but not least China all back in the market at the lower prices. Algeria is also back in the market for July wheat, although with old crop stocks in the EU tight and the potential for a delayed harvest due to the recent below-average temperatures, it is unclear where this will be sourced from. The price inverse between old and new crop has seen buyers run down stocks, which likely points to pent-up new crop demand. In the meantime, the Brazilian maize crop continues to shrink, with some now below 90 million metric tonnes. The USDA said 102. China continues to buy new crop maize with confirmed purchases from the US of 8 million metric tonnes, with reports of in excess of 10 million tonnes, both of which the market is choosing to put to one side for the time being. Perhaps more sinister is that statistical data outlets pertaining to China appear to have gone dark, whilst the Russian government imposes restrictions on grain transshipment from the port of Kavkav on the Kerch Strait, the scene of the Ukraine-Russian recent squabbles, which is responsible for around 10 million metric tonnes of exports. It is becoming clear that the Russian government will exert control on the flow of exports from what was the cheapest origin, particularly in the July to September timeframe, which could be a game changer. If the USDA's outlook for almost perfect growing conditions everywhere does not materialise, things could get very interesting. On to malting barley. This week's headlines, the weather continues to help, new crop interest takes a breather and premiums are steady. The recent weather pattern run has been supportive for the crop with good growing progress seen across all regions. Old crop markets see focus on execution and fielding the odd inquiry for replacement loads here and there. New crop markets, following the sparks of interest from brewers the week before, have been a little more subdued, with nominal values easing back as the interest subsides and one or two more sellers appearing with good crop progress. Further afield, French crop ratings released reflect strong gains following their recent run of weather, which has capped European export values in the short term. Back at home, premiums remain largely unchanged as feed values have eased back. For now, the reopening of pubs and restaurants remains on course and should help to underpin demand moving forward into new crop. If you still have an old crop parcel, please speak with your local open field farm business manager. 
This week's headlines in oilseed rape, the markets ease back on global news, crude oil undermines the veg oil market and an improved weather outlook for the US. Markets are lower over the week as participants digest the recent news flow and outside trends. Veg oil markets took a step lower following crude oil values as news circulated of a possible lifting of sanctions on Iran by the US, allowing exports from the nation for the first time since late 2018. This negative tone was followed up by a weaker print on soybean crush volumes for April, recalled domestic crush a key part of the demand story for the US, which further dampened down sentiment as better weather forecasts were also seen, with analysts suggesting an increase in soybean plantings in the US. Closer to home, news from Germany saw an upward revision of their rapeseed crop to 3.62 million tonnes, a 3% gain from last year. Meanwhile, here in the UK, old crop markets remain all about what physical rapeseed is available and values are ad hoc. New crop markets have followed the futures lower under the weight of the recent news flow with the domestic crush keen to follow these values lower. Sterling maintains the firmer range it has moved into through May and this will add some help to importers. UK Outlook still sees a significant import programme to balance the supply and demand for new crop. And on to pulses, starting with beans, the old crop markets continue to see some steady trade, however within a tight range, as buying inquiries are met with some good volume offers. New crop markets see a number of inquiries, both from the export and domestic front, however grower selling inquiries have been limited. And for peas, nothing changed on old crop markets, all about execution. New crop sees the focus of discussion on human consumption grades with some new growing contracts launched. Please speak with your open field farm business manager for more details. And finally, the grain and pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat for May 21, 198 to 203 pounds. November, 178 to 183. Feed barley, May 178 to 183, November 157 to 162. Oilseed rapes price for May is available on request and November 455 to 450. And beans, May available on request and November 200 to 205x. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.